Welcome to The Good Good Life with Jan Jones. Together, we will journey through self-discovery and fulfillment in life. Here's your host, Jan Jones. Hello and welcome everyone to The Good Good Life. I am your host, Jan Jones, and I am so excited to be with you. I gotta know, are you awake, alert, alive, enthusiastic? I know I sure am, and there is something that I have to do before we get into any discussion. The most important thing I want to do is say thank you. Thank you so much for choosing to spend this time with me. I know how valuable and precious your time is. So I am very, very honored that you have joined me today for the very first episode of The Good Good Life. We need cheers in the background, right? So before I get into who I am, I have a question for you. How many of you out there listening now love listening to music? Now, I will tell you, as we get to know one another, you will definitely learn that I love music. I mean, down to my bones, I love music. I love all kinds of genres of music. It is just very inspirational to me, and it speaks to my heart. I promise I am going somewhere with this. So I want to know how many of you enjoy listening to music because... Here is what I've got for you. I've got a challenge. Yes, everyone, I am putting you on the spot already, and we are just now meeting, but I'm giving you a challenge, but don't worry, there is no pop quiz later. The challenge is for you right now to name as many songs as you can that talk about the good life. Any song that you can think of that talks about living a good life, having a good life, seeking a good life. All right. It's a challenge. So go ahead, jot it down on a piece of paper or make a mental list or you can do what most of us do now and just Google it. Think about it. How many songs are coming to mind? I'm just kidding. We are not in a competition here. It's not Jeopardy, but quick. How many songs did you come up with? You don't have to say them out loud. One of two things has happened here. You have either come up with a very fast but long list of songs that talk about a good life, Or you came up with one and now it is just repeating over and over in your head. In other words, you've got an earworm now for the rest of your day. It is my gift to you. You are welcome. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. So my point in talking about music, getting you to think about music and all of the songs that talk about a good life. A bold, strong, courageous, good life. What that tells me is this is a very inspirational topic because music inspires. And it also tells me that we really cannot learn enough about it or talk enough about it. 
So that is exactly what I want you to think about every week in our time together. What does this good life look like for you? And that is what I want to explore together, what it means. I want to share my expertise But I also want to share my life experiences, and I hope that you will do the same. I want you to connect to your potential, your passions, and all of life's possibilities, because they are everywhere and they are all around us. And I hope that I can help you realize that when we stand firm in who we are, we can then build positive relationships. And yes, we can build positive relationships in our personal life, in our work life, even with the people that you think you don't have much in common with, because we're able to do that from this perspective of knowing who we are. Now, in a good life, we know that there are going to be challenges. But here's the thing. We can persevere through those challenges. We can find strength in the struggles and hope in the hurting. And when we can do all of that, this is when we really will love living and we will live more loving. We will appreciate and truly know this is a good, good life. Now, since many of us are meeting for the very first time, because it is the very first episode of The Good, Good Life with me, your host, Jan Jones, I want to give you a little brief synopsis of who I am and what I do. So, I am located in Birmingham, Alabama. In case you were wondering uh, where I got this accent, I personally don't think that I have an accent, but you know, when I travel, people usually guess that I am from Texas. That's their first guess. And then their second guess is Georgia. But no, I am from Alabama and I am located right here in Birmingham also known as the Magic City. So I do want to go ahead and get it out on the table that, yes, I am a Bama fan. Woo! Roll Tide. Okay, I got that out of the way. I won't do it again. But I did graduate. Well, I'm not going to promise I won't do it again. But I did graduate from the University of Alabama. So let me go ahead and make a disclaimer. If there are any of you out there that aren't big fans of Alabama, the University of, or maybe you're just not a big fan of the Southeastern Conference, I want to remind you all that this is a safe space for you, and it should be for me too. So um, please don't hold it against me that I went to Alabama and I am a Bama fan. So there's a little bit about... uh where I am and where I went to school. So I want to share a little glimpse at a high level about me personally. Now, as all of you, I have experienced a lot in my life. 
And some of the things that I have experienced are fear, loss, betrayal, judgment. But on the flip side of that, I will tell you, I have also experienced true friendship, generosity, forgiveness, compassion, and real love. I have in my life made some really great decisions, but I have also made some really bad choices. I will tell you something else. I love animals. That will probably come up again. And I am married to an incredible man named Jim Sharp. So if you ever hear me talking about Jim, you will know that I am talking about my wonderful husband. So there's a little bit high level about me personally. Let me give you a couple of fun facts about me professionally. I am an organizational development consultant and executive coach. I have had the true pleasure and honor of working with companies and associations across the country. So I love, I love, love what I do. Um, I will tell you when I talk about my expertise, it's not just in my own little head. I am a Gallup certified strengths coach and I also hold certifications with Crucial Learning, Franklin Covey, and Extended Disc, just to name a few. I will not go into the long list of certifications that I have. But I have been in the organizational development training and development world for a long time. And I really do consider it an honor to be able to do that because I absolutely love seeing people achieve the greatness in their life that they want to achieve. And if I can be a small part of that, then I just get so much joy out of it. So there's a little bit about me. Now, I want you all to know what this show is really about. The good, good life. I mean, the reason that we wanted to name it that is because this encompasses so much when we are living and striving for the good, good life. So all of that expertise I have, I want to share with you. And I mentioned it earlier, I will also tap into my own life experiences. And we are going to cover so many topics. And I, I don't even know what might just inspire us one week as we're talking, but a few that I know we will cover is tapping into your individual strengths. I want to help you understand what that is, what that looks like, and how you can really live your strongest life by knowing what your natural abilities really are. We will definitely be talking about better communication. My dad, my entire life has said, Jan, the key to any successful relationship, effective achievement, Everything that we want to make happen in this life all boils down to good communication. We're going to talk about the decisions and the choices that we make and how we make better decisions. 
we will talk about our our feelings and emotions. I want you to be able to have the perspective that our emotions are actually data points. They are telling us something, but we need to learn how to manage those emotions. We will talk about the power of our thoughts and our words and how we can take control of any negative thoughts and we can really pursue the positive good things, even if our mind is telling us differently. We're going to talk about relationships, how we build better ones in our personal and our work life. All of this transfers to every area of our life. We're going to talk about vision, the future, our legacy. You know, we think about our legacy as towards the end of our life, but we are living it now. So I want to talk about things like comparison living. We live in a world where we do that a lot. But I want to help you shed any labels that you are carrying, labels that maybe other people put on you or maybe some labels that you put on yourself and they are holding you back. This is about the good, good life. And there is nothing that is going to be holding you back from achieving that. We will talk about compassion, kindness, forgiveness, I mean, there's so much in my head and heart that I want to share with you. It is going to be an exciting ride. And let me tell you, it is not going to be just me every week. I will have some fascinating guests with me. And I don't want to give too much away, but you are not going to want to miss it. I will tell you on this journey of the good, good life, we will laugh. If I am not laughing, I am just not living We are going to learn. We are going to learn so much. And I'll be honest, we may cry a little. I might as well tell you up front, I'm a crier. My dad used to tell me all the time, Jan, you're just too emotional. And of course, through tears, I would be saying, Dad, I can't help it. It's just the way God made me. So I want to go and tell you, I'm a crier. It's good. It's good. I just feel very deeply. I get swelled up with with emotions. One of my dear friends and mentors, her name is Alice, and she warns everyone If you're about to show Jan pictures of a baby, a wedding, a new pet, a graduation, pretty much any big life event, just have some Kleenex because Jan is probably going to cry. Hey, I'll tell you, I cried this morning because I received the sweetest text from some friends. So um, enough about me crying. We're not going to do that much crying. I just want you to know who you're dealing with here. Um, We're going to laugh a lot more than we cry. But most important, I'm going to guide you through some self-discovery so that you can gain and increase your own self-awareness. Self-awareness is so important to our social awareness because when we know who we are, we do not have to worry about who we are not. And then we can have that outward focus And that social awareness is going to grow and build. And I want you to open your hearts to more spiritual awareness. You will learn a lot about me along the way. You've probably already learned a lot already, but you will also walk away with new perspectives, new tools and techniques, 
and hopefully a renewed zest for life. I don't want anyone to live or work in a way that is just dull. It is just going through the motions. You just feel like you're on the hamster wheel. I don't want you to feel that way anymore. I want you to know that this is an abundant life and you can and we're built to live abundantly. So those are some of the outcomes that I am looking for as you join me each week. I believe this is a great place for a little break, but don't go anywhere because when we come back, we will talk about a very, very important part of life. So stay tuned. We will be back in two minutes. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Are you ready to ignite your passion and purpose for life? Make sure you join Jan Jones each week for the Good Good Life podcast. Each week, Jan will share her expertise and insights into personal development as well as spiritual growth discoveries. From the challenges in the valleys to the victories on the mountaintops, Jan has persevered through all of them with unwavering faith and joy. Life is full of possibilities, and Jan wants to walk with you as you discover those possibilities and unleash your full potential. Rekindle the spark inside of you and rejoice in the good, good life with Jan Jones, where we will all love living and live loving. Become a member of voiceamerica.com. It's easy and best of all, it's free. Start out by going to our homepage or any of our channels and click register at the top. Once you've created an account and signed in, you can create your own custom library, opt into our newsletter, search by show, host, guest, or topic of interest, or browse millions of hours of content across all of our Voice America radio channels. Membership gets you more. Visit voiceamerica.com today to get started and tailor the listening experience to your taste. Connect with us, and we'll connect with you. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is on LinkedIn. Get the first word about happenings with the network, where our next live event will be, and what's up with our hosts. Look up Voice America on LinkedIn. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Welcome back to The Good, Good Life with Jan Jones. If you have a question or want to share your story with Jan or her guests, feel free to join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. Now back to the show with Jan. Welcome back, everyone, to The Good, Good Life. I am so glad you're joining me today. We were just talking about who I am, what I do, and what I am looking for as the outcomes of you joining me each week. So I want to talk about that very important part of life that I mentioned before the break. And what I'm talking about is running. You know, marathons, relay races, sprints, cross-country running. 
All right. If you know me, you know I'm kidding. I am no exercise expert, and this is not a show on exercise, and I am definitely not a runner, at least not in the traditional sense. But aren't we all runners in a way? I am talking about running the race of life. Life can feel like a marathon, but more and more, the pace is almost hard to keep up with. It is getting faster and faster. I mean, I guess we're not called the human race for nothing, but I'll be here all week. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but right now, as I'm about to talk about running the race of life, I want you to stop running. I want you to really calm the chaos. Take a couple of deep breaths. Try to quiet the noise. This time is for you and it is about you. So sit back and really just absorb what I'm about to tell you about running the race of life. What I want to do is share with you, since this is our first show, I'm going to go into detail um, about my personal race and what it looks like, the pain of the distance and the injuries that I have endured but also the victories along the way and the people who are running with me, sometimes for me. One of those people that has actually gotten me where I am today, I have never even met. And you will learn more about that briefly. So, you know, if you think about running in the traditional sense, let's go back to exercise. There's a lot that goes into it. There's a lot of training. It takes great coaches in your life. It takes competitors to inspire you, to push you, to make you up your game, kind of see what you're made of. And you enjoy those victories because you've worked so hard. You also learn to grow through the disappointments. You don't give up, though. You've worked too hard. You learn when you are running that you are not defined by one single moment in your life. So you give yourself some grace. And if you do not want to be defined by one single moment in your life, especially if it wasn't one of your shining moments, then you also learn to grant grace to others. These are just a few of the lessons and principles that we learn from the traditional running. Can't we apply these same lessons and principles while we are running our race that was set before us in life? I think so. I had to really engage in my race for life when I was just eight years old. I got diagnosed at age eight with type one diabetes. There was no family history whatsoever. They said a virus had attacked my pancreas and completely shut it down. So from that day forward, I was dependent on insulin injections to stay alive. Now, you're going to learn this about me, but I am pretty strong-willed, and I have been my entire life, even since I was a little girl, 
My parents would like to use the word stubborn, but I like to say strong-willed. It just sounds a little bit better. So even at a young age, I decided I was not going to be defined by this disease. And this mindset really did serve me well. I will tell you, I was the kid that was into everything. So when I wasn't going to be defined by diabetes, I also didn't want to let it slow me down. I mean, I would enter contests and competitions. I did poetry reading competitions, oratorical competitions. I was in theater. I was a cheerleader. I did everything at school and church and the community. I wore my parents out. And it started when I was just in the first grade. I will tell you a, a brief little story. There were posters all around the school that said there was a talent show. And I decided I wanted to be in the talent show. So I marched myself right into that band director's office and I signed up for that talent show. So uh, I found out later, much later after the fact, that the talent show was really for the older kids in the school. But hey, I didn't let it stop me. My parents learned at that point that they might as well raise their white flag because there was just not going to be much stopping me. But I share all of that. Oh, and I'll tell you this. If there wasn't a competition or a contest for me to enter, I would even enter my pets. I am proud to say that when I was in the eighth grade, my little humane society dog named Honey was a finalist in Perina's National Great American Dog Search Contest. So, yeah, I loved meeting people. I loved stretching myself, just kind of seeing what I could do next. But all the while, I was suffering type 1 diabetes. I was having to manage that. You know, the whole not wanting it to define me went so far as to how I even talked about it. You rarely heard me say that I was a type 1 diabetic. But you would hear me say that I had type 1 diabetes. I mean, I wasn't just a diabetic. I was Jan. I was so much more than that disease. And, you know, I want to I wanna pause here because even then, of course, I was 8 and, you know, through my adolescence, I didn't know that I was doing this. But, you know, it really proves how powerful our thoughts and our words are. You know, we are going to explore that in a future show. But I was already in this positive frame of mind. I spoke very positively in life and didn't really think that challenges were impossible. And I don't say that in a boastful way. I'm saying that in a very grateful way that God wired me that way. And it's part of who I am. It's part of some natural abilities. And that's another thing that we will explore is your natural abilities. So we can learn to run this race with joy. So back to my race. Um, as some of you may know, personally or through loved ones, type 1 diabetes is a daily battle. You never get to take a break. You never get to ignore it. You never get to pretend that you don't have it. Now, I guess you could do those things, but there would be some major consequences. So I was strong-willed, right? Maybe a little stubborn. I am a fighter. So 
I decided I was never going to let this disease slow me down. And cue the laughter. I hope you're laughing a little bit. Really, Jan? Never. Go ahead. Say it with me. You can say it out loud. Never say what? Never. Life happens sometimes, and I had to fight new battles with this disease that was being thrown at me constantly. I call them the punches that it kept throwing at me, and it was really the complications that come from type 1 diabetes. Punches and complications like wounds that wouldn't heal, infections spreading to my bone, requiring pick lines for months. I almost lost a foot one time. I was in a coma for a week as a teenager. I have severe neuropathy in my limbs, um, a lot of nerve damage. All of these things are from the diabetes. I have had major eye surgeries, a lot of diabetic retinopathy, which has led to a lot, a lot, did I say a lot? of laser surgeries, which led to a very invasive surgery in my left eye called a vitrectomy. Now, I have come through all of that through the grace of God and phenomenal healthcare teams. I won't go into all the details because I am not a doctor. I just play one on TV. But every single time I thought I could take a breath from this fight, I feel like I was just thrown back into the ring for another round, another round of Jones versus T1D. That's type 1 diabetes, if you didn't know that. And type 1 diabetes, T1D, was about to knock my lights out, or at least it was going to try to. I was at a routine doctor visit. And he was going through some regular tests that he did, more intense um, on an annual basis. And he looked at the results. He looked at me and he hung his head down low and he said, oh, no. Now, these are not words that you want to hear from your health care provider. He looked at me and he said, Jan, you are in total renal failure and you needed a transplant yesterday. Okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute. What? What? Renal failure? That's my kidneys. So you're saying I'm going into kidney failure. He said, no, you're not going into it. You're in the end stage of kidney failure. And the transplant thing, I'm going to be honest, that was not on my radar. It wasn't even in my vocabulary. So I was in shock He got out a piece of paper, drew a cliff with a ball falling off of it to describe the fact that I had fallen off a cliff. I guess he wanted to make sure I was comprehending what he was saying. So through my fear and through my tears, as I left that doctor's visit, just, you know, my head was spinning. I got in the car and it hit me. Oh, I know what has happened. Now, let me go ahead and and preface this part with a, a little information you may need to know. All my life, my family and friends have said I live in my own little world. And I guess I do. It's a very happy place. Doesn't mean that there aren't challenges. But years and years ago, my friends gave my world a name. And I cannot take credit for this, but I do claim it now. 
It is called the Janiverse. And I will tell you, it was way before Facebook decided to use Metaverse. People joke and say they took it from me. But um, I live in the Janiverse, and you are now a part of that. So welcome to the Janiverse. So in the Janiverse, this kidney failure was not happening. So I had figured out, oh, the lab must have made a mistake. I'm Jan Jones. It's such a common name. They're going to call me. They're going to say they're so sorry for putting me through this. And life is going to go back to normal. Basically, I was in denial. You know, those stages of grief, I was definitely losing something. And the first one is denial. I had to move through those to get to the acceptance because that was not a mistake. It was happening, and I was in kidney failure. So my world was really turned upside down. Now, I want to give you a little backstory here of the season that I was in. I had just lost my dad a few months prior to this news, and I was a daddy's girl. I have amazing parents And I'm so grateful for that. But I had a bond with my dad that was just, it was indescribable. So he had a rare bone cancer, bone marrow cancer. And literally from the day he got the official diagnosis and one round of aggressive chemo, it was just too far advanced. We lost him five days later. So I was in deep grief and mourning over losing my dad. And then one month later, they found a tumor on my thyroid and said it was cancerous. It needed to come out. I may need a little radiation. And I'm thinking, wait a minute, I just lost my dad to cancer. Now I've got to have this surgery. And I did move forward with the surgery and it was wonderful. They got it all, no radiation. So I came through that. And then... A few months after that came the vitrectomy in my left eye that I mentioned earlier. So I was going through a lot, losing my father, having the thyroid tumor removed, then major eye surgery, and then here was the cherry on top, the kidney failure. This all happened within about eight months. I'm not going to lie to you. It was painful in every single way to my heart, my mind, my body, and my spirit. But I'm a fighter. I said that earlier. And I was created by God with a spirit of power and love and sound judgment. But my world was truly turned upside down yet again because of a health diagnosis. And now it was all about transplant evaluations, dialysis education, um, anemia clinics, and heart issues, lions and tigers and bears. Oh, my. I did get on that wait list. But as I waited on that transplant list and waiting, you all know waiting for something is so difficult. And I grew sicker. It felt like someone had hit the pause button on my life. I kept trying to make the play button work, but it couldn't. It just wouldn't. I had to do everything 
that I could do to keep running this race. But my race was looking very different. I didn't have a choice but to accept the fact that life was a little on pause. And I wonder, before we get a break, I want you to consider, do any of you out there sometimes hit your own pause button on life? Are you putting off goals? Are you holding on to grudges and putting off forgiving someone? Are you letting these labels that we will explore later, but are you letting that diminish your own value and talents and it's keeping you from loving this life and you're just on pause? I want you to think about that because we're going to figure out a way that you hit that play button again. But we are going to take another short break, but come right back because we are in the home stretch of my life race here. And we are going to get into some lessons and I'm going to tell you how you can win the race of life. So don't go away. We will be right back in a couple of minutes with the good, good life. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Are you ready to ignite your passion and purpose for life? Make sure you join Jan Jones each week for the Good Good Life podcast. Each week, Jan will share her expertise and insights into personal development as well as spiritual growth discoveries. From the challenges in the valleys to the victories on the mountaintops, Jan has persevered through all of them with unwavering faith and joy. Life is full of possibilities, and Jan wants to walk with you as you discover those possibilities and unleash your full potential. Rekindle the spark inside of you and rejoice in the good, good life with Jan Jones, where we will all love living and live loving. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Unravel the mysteries of metaphysics every week on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Join host Barb Crowley as she and her insightful guest share what's been learned behind the veil, going just beyond our five senses. Now you can see things with an entirely different point of view. Tune in for Metaphysics, a view through the veil, broadcasting live every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Use it to explore your advantage and deeper understanding. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Welcome back to The Good, Good Life with Jan Jones. If you have a question or want to share your story with Jan or her guests, feel free to join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888 888- 
346-9141. Now back to the show with Jan. Welcome back, everyone, to The Good Good Life. We were just talking about life being on pause for me. And do you sometimes hit your own pause button? So I want you to know that as we get back to this story of me and this race of life that I am in and sharing about my kidney failure, I know that God was working a plan. Life is not a random collection of disconnected short stories. It is a crafted narrative written by a good God. We can't always see this. And in fact, I would say we miss this a lot. But what do we do? We keep running. We do not give up in the middle of the race. We have worked too hard. What if the victory is just around the next corner, but you didn't see it because you gave up? This is why we need people. This is why people need people. We need encouragement. We need the expertise of others so that we can keep going. I will tell you, there is no way that I would be able to sit here today and be with you on this very first episode of The Good Good Life, or if you want to shorten it, GGL, without countless people that helped me get here. They helped me with their love, their support, their wisdom, their care their sacrifice. So let's get back to my story of kidney failure. I was on that transplant list and I was waiting. And, you know, we will talk about the waiting and the seasons that we all live through in our life. But waiting is one of the most difficult things that we can do. And I want you to imagine, if you haven't experienced this, and maybe some of you have, but what if you were waiting to see if you were going to have a chance to continue to live? And that's exactly where I was. And I will be honest, it was one of the scariest times of my life. But when you think about it, without scary we would never have brave. So let's talk about the, the courage and the bravery it takes to get to the finish line for every single one of us. Because here we are. We are at the victory line of my journey with the kidney failure. Victory came when I received the call from Legacy of Hope, which is the Oregon Procurement Organization here in Alabama. And they do amazing work. But they called and they said, I needed to rush to UAB. Now, if you are not from Alabama, you may not have heard of UAB, although you probably have. UAB is the University of Alabama at Birmingham 
Health System. It is a world-renowned academic medical center, and they do miraculous things, and the people that work at UAB are phenomenal. So I rushed down to UAB when they called because guess what? Yes, everyone, the wait was finally over. They had a match for me. That was the day that I became a double organ transplant recipient. Not only did I receive a kidney that day that saved my life, but I also received a pancreas, which gave me a life I had dreamt of since I was a little girl. I now have a pancreas that produces insulin. So I am here with you today, no longer suffering from type 1 diabetes. As long as these organs continue to work, I am cured of an incurable disease. I am no longer attached to an insulin pump. I no longer feel like a human pin cushion, creaking my fingers multiple times a day just to get those glucose readings. And this is why this is not an exercise show. I can eat pretty much anything I want to eat. I don't have to worry about the sugar and the carbs. I mean, of course I do for my health, but not because of type 1 diabetes. I love holidays. You know, holidays are all about the baked goods. And now I can partake. I have already got my eye on some chocolate hearts for Valentine's. So I can eat them because... I can. I can enjoy them. It's been a miraculous journey. And I didn't give up, but I had a lot of people pushing me along the way to keep running so that I would get to this victory line. One thing that I know for sure about life is that disappointments are inevitable, but discouragement is a choice. And we have to make the choice throughout life, that we are going to be defined by our hope and not by our hurt. Did you know that hope really is the only emotion that is stronger than fear? And we have the opportunity to offer hope to others by the choices that we make. One thing you will hear me say a lot is today's decisions are tomorrow's realities. I'll give you the perfect example of that statement. My donor. Here comes some tears. My donor's decision to become a donor made my reality life, and I don't take it for granted, and I'm so grateful for it. Today's decisions are tomorrow's realities. Our choices have impact. And sometimes we don't know when that impact will come. Often we make a choice and we see right away that that was the way to go. Sometimes it might take weeks or maybe months down the road, but we eventually see the results of the choices that we made. And then sometimes we may never see the impact. But every decision that we make is definitely setting something in motion. My donor had no idea when he made the decision to sign up to be a donor that he was going to save my life. 
He didn't get to choose who received his organs when he was called home. He just made that choice to sign up because he wanted to leave that legacy. He wanted to have a very last act of kindness before he passed away. He made that decision long before it was actually put into action. But this young man who made that decision, however long ago, gave me the opportunity to live. Like I said earlier, life is not a random collection of disconnected short stories. It is a crafted narrative by a wonderful God. So how do we win this race of life? Well, I am so glad that you asked. I'm going to tell you some things to think about and to work on until we meet again next week. Number one, we've got to walk in purpose to win the race of life. Do you show who you want to be in every interaction? Are you living on purpose? I want you all to know that every person plays a part. We are all contributing. And every part has a purpose. And every purpose adds incredible value to this world. So we've got to walk in that purpose. The practice of our purpose actually makes productivity a certainty. And the world needs what you have to offer. One of my favorite quotes, I'm also someone that loves a good quote. When Dr. Martin Seligman said, the purpose of life is to discover our gifts, but the meaning of life is to give those gifts away. And we are going to explore some of those gifts within you. So we got to walk in purpose to win. We need to also intentionally act. You will never leave where you are until you decide where you want to go. We've got to be intentional. Don't let people or circumstances make you act out of character. That's why we need to know who we are. We want to be intentional with our actions and with our words. Can we have the perspective that every day is new? It's not redundant. It's abundant. And the next thing we need to do is we need to nourish others. We need to find a way to be a blessing every single day. And if we're not, we might need to re-evaluate our priorities. Remember, people really do remember how you made them feel. It's amazing what happens when we do things with people and not to them. So to win this race, we want to walk in purpose, intentionally act, and nourish others. I want you to think about your approach to life and the impact that you have on others. I want you to think about how you can win this week until we meet again. You know, one of the most powerful thoughts for each season, especially those tough seasons, is that 
the story is not over. Every day is a gift. And every day that the Janiverse is in orbit is a day that I hopefully have the opportunity to make a positive contribution. Isn't that the goal? We don't want to live a life of just mere existence. We want to live a life of impact. Well, I want to tell you that I have loved this time and it has flown by for me. I really thank you. I thank you for making the choice to explore this good, good life with me, to walk this journey with me. And I hope that you will tune in every single Friday. Make sure you come next week, though, because we are going to dive deeper into having a growth mindset and taking control of negative thoughts and words and turning those around, giving you some new perspectives and tools to be able to do that. Thank you again so much for joining me on The Good Good Life. I hope that you enjoy this good, good life where you can love living and live loving every single day. I cannot wait to be with you next week. This is Jan Jones saying goodbye for now, and we will be together again soon. Have a great weekend. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of The Good Good Life with Jan Jones. We hope today was meaningful for your personal journey. We'll be back next week. Until then, continue to love living and live loving.